Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Alec. If you're joining us for the first time, whether you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music, or you're watching us on Facebook, we want to welcome you to our podcast. Uh, this is a weekly podcast that we do dedicated totally to movies. We're both movie fanatics. We both worked in a movie theater for a couple years, and we just love talking about movies. So, uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about... Uh, movies that fooled us, and I, what I mean by that is movies that we thought were going to be really good because either the trailer made us think that, or we had heard that it was good, or something like that, and we saw it, and the movie turned out to be a piece of crap. Like, we hated it. So, uh, I've talked enough. I uh, just want to say again, thank you all for joining us, if you're listening, and Alec, why don't you get us started with a movie that really shocked you by how bad it was and surprised you. When I first started... After I graduated high school in 2015, when I started the theater, I started around the time we had movies like War Room and and uh, oh Pixel movies sold out. Yeah, I, I know it sold out so many times. But the movie I remember the first free movie because I, because Jordan had given me a free ticket. The first movie I decided to see was Peter Pan because obviously I was love. It just called Pan. Yeah, yeah, Pan. I called it Peter Pan because obviously we all know what they're doing. But 2015 Pan, that was the worst. I don't even, like, I walked in, right? There wasn't that many people. There was maybe about eight or nine, you know, a few kids, whatever. I sat in the middle row. I got a good view of it. And I remember it was taking place in the 40s, right? And and they see uh, Peter go to Neverland. Uh, and, you know, it was during World War II, so they had a scene where they had um, the Blitz happening, so he, he escapes Neverland. So I'm like, okay, here we go. But it, what, then he goes to, like, some place he meets Hook for the first time, who's played by Hugh Jackman. And you hear clapping. And I'm like, wait, why are the kids clapping? They started singing a Nirvana song. Oh yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Do you want me to tell about this? Like, wait, wait, wait. This is taking place the forties. How in the hell do they know what Nirvana is? Because he's like, oh, we can go to all different kinds of like space and time. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. You're telling so, me th- you would file this movie for me under it looked like crap, so I didn't see it. But I guess you thought it was going to be good. I thought it was because I just thought it was just like another retelling of Peter Pan. So I was thinking, because, you know, as a kid, I watched the Robin Williams Hook movie, mm-hmm. and I said, huh. And then I also watched the animated movie, so I was like, huh, another live-action Peter Pan. How bad could it be? Because, I mean, they've already done it to death. It was just, he goes to, he can go to any point in space and time, apparently, because I, I, I don't know how he even explained how he did this. He just said, we, they can go to anywhere and everywhere in time. And I'm like, well, well, Hugh Jackman, then why didn't you just like make yourself rich by doing things like they like the plot to um Back to the Back Future Part Two when he found the almanac and he just started betting on uh, events? Like, dude, why didn't you do that if your entire point was to like amass a bunch of wealth? Because it, well, he was trying to get slave labor to hunt down the pixies. But I was like, well, you could have just gotten a bunch Hearing of machines. Hearing you explain this plot, it sounds very stupid. It was very stupid because he was going to hunt down the pixies for their magic. 
But instead, he decided to use children as slave labor, whereas he could have just gone back, bet, got a ton of money, gotten a bunch of futuristic machines, and done it for himself. Instead of having to have children die in bunches in a, in a, in a mine shaft digging for things. Like, dude, it made no sense. I was just, like, shocked. And also, on top of this really bad cake, uh, the uh, reason why it's called Pan is because the guy that created Peter Pan, uh, the royalties to the movie goes to, I think, some children's hospital. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to pay that. So that's why they called it Pan, because it's not technically Peter Pan. Interesting. Well, well you mentioned... Yeah. You mentioned Hugh Jackman was in that movie. I'm going to bring up a movie that fooled me because I thought it looked good, and then it turned out to be one of the most boring, convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Chappie, which also stars Hugh Jackman in a supporting role. That movie, you think, oh, hey, it's going to be like some, you know... uh, Robot fighting, because Blomkamp is a good director. Yeah, well, I mean, so, like, I saw the movie, and I I was thinking, like, it was going to be robot you know, against the man, or like it's gonna be a manhunt for this robot, and he's gonna have to learn humanity, and not. And the movie is literally die Antwerp, de Antwerp, whatever, uh, trying to make sure Chappie doesn't uh, go back in the hands of the government. And that's that movie was boring, and I just I didn't like it. It was it, it, like, it's it, it it's the worst I think of the Blancamp movies because I think he has. I mean, I thought Elysium was bad, but I mean, Chappie, my brother. I don't think he's been a movie since. And that was like six years ago. It came out in 2013. I know that because I I remember my brother got a fighting game, like a fighting uh, robot thing based off Chappie where he could play as Chappie. So I was like, oh, cool. So this movie has to be about Chappie, like fighting robots, like, you know, like a a, a Roman Colosseum-esque kind of thing where it's like robot to the death, like fighting to the death. I hate that to movie. hate to cut you off, but uh, March sixth, twenty fifteen, is when it came out. Oh, twenty fifteen. Oh, oh, that's Elysium. I'm thinking Elysium twenty thirteen. My bad. Pretty sure it was Elysium. But either way, I'll, I I'll tell you how. Go ahead. I remember playing the fighting game. That's why I thought Chappie was was like a robot fighting robots in the Coliseum. It was nothing boring. I forgot that Sigourney Weaver was in it. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia right now. I forgot Sigourney Weaver was in it. She was in it? Yeah. I don't know what she did. I haven't seen the movie since, and that's like one of those movies I wish I could forget. But, um, yeah, it just, it was so boring. Man, that's going to, I'm going to have to Google that myself, because I can't remember what the hell she did. Anyhow. This one's been memorable. And then let me see here. So, going going back here to to when I was a child, you you were mentioning you know Disney with um, Peter Pan, you know the little um, Peter Pan movie and all that stuff. That was that I would say that's one of my top five old classic Disney movies. You know, have you ever you haven't been to Disney World, but I mean they have that ride there that I think is really cool. I've always had Peter Pan in a high regard. When I was a kid, I liked Pinocchio, and I you know enjoyed the ride. When I went, to, I mean, fun fact about me, I'm from. I was born in California. I went to Disneyland a lot when I was a little, little kid. And um, so when they remade Pinocchio starting, starring uh, Benito, Roberto Benini, whatever, it was like an Italian remake live action where a 30-something-year-old man plays Pinocchio. Um, and it was dubbed in English with Brecken Meyer doing his voice. Can I just say what a god-awful piece of 
crap bird movie that was. I want to say worse words, but you know, I'm trying to be appropriate. I hated that movie. I hated it. I never want to see it again. I think it was so just so shitty. I just it's like one of those things where like I don't know if like seeing it in Italian would have helped, but like the dubbing was just so awful. The creatures were just weird. You didn't understand the pacing. It was slow. I hated that movie that much. That we, my, my, my entire family hated that movie, too. We went and snuck into another movie, the Wild Thornberries movie, because we came out around the same time, and we saw that, and that was better. We just snuck into that movie because we just wanted to see a good movie because Pinocchio just sucked so bad. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I sound pissed because that movie was, like, the first time I actually been gutted by a movie and just been like, holy crap, this is just awful. Oh, I don't know. I can think of one that gutted me as a child. Go ahead. Wild Hogs. You know, I've I seen it like maybe one time. I don't remember anything about it. I remember going to see Wild Hogs when I was, I believe I was 12 years old, if I remember correctly, my age. And I was so excited. There was bikers. There was actors I knew. I was like, oh, my God. This Who is, is going to be great. What? That was John Travolta, right? And Tim Allen. And them. John Travolta was in it. Uh, Dave, I believe David Spade was in it. I am pretty sure uh, Kevin James was in it. It had not I, sure. Hold on. Not Kevin James. Uh, uh, Tim Allen. Tim mm-hmm. Allen was in it. He's a pretty sure he was in. Yeah. yeah John Travolta, was, Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence, and William H Macy. Yes. I remember Tim Allen because he was i believe the lead character next to john travolta in it and i remember going to see it in the theater i believe it was 2007 i remember right yeah i think yeah i watched because i loved tim allen because obviously i grew up watching home improvement yeah and and toy story so i was like oh my god i like this guy terrible it was like dad humor but it wasn't it wasn't good it was just bad and i remember i was with my dad and my brother and i was like i'm really sad like this movie's <laughs> making me sad i literally remember nothing about that movie except that william h macy was stupid in that movie and that's all i remember I remember they were i for, i don't remember if they were going on a road trip or if they were going to like the 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 biker rally that the annual one because i know i remember they were biking cross country uh, the Sturges rally. I think that's where they said they were going. Because I just remember the leather jackets. And I was just like, this is just. You know what movie came out movie. around that time? So I kind of need to preface this here. I'm about to bring up a Coen Brothers movie that I just, I thought it looked good. And then I saw it. And I wouldn't say I hated it, but I was so just let down by that. Um, mm-hmm. and it could just be because I was a kid when I saw it. Maybe like now as an adult, I'll enjoy it more. Um but so you, around 2007, so that's when No Country for Old Men came out, and they, you know, no, I'm ta- I'm not talking about No Country for Old Men. That movie's awesome. Ooh, I was gonna say so, what the fuck. I was gonna man? say because it won Best Picture, and I was like, oh, so the Coen Brothers, and this is you know around the time I saw The Big Lebowski, so I had high expectations, and their mm-hmm. new movie coming out at the time was Burn After Reading. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a spy movie with George Clooney, Francis McDormand, Brad Pitt, John Malkovich, and. I- I think what happens is there's like some there's like some file or whatever that's like highly classified that ends in the hands of Francis McDormand. So she tries to 
blackmail the government into letting her, you know, into getting money from them. Yep. And I just remember being bored to tears for that movie. I was, it, it was supposed to be like a comedy. And the mm-hmm. only thing I remember about that movie is Brad Pitt, like just dancing. That's all I remember. I, I hadn't seen, I know my mom owns it because I've seen it on her DVD, uh, I guess rack. It's like a giant bookshelf, but I have seen it. I've just never watched it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I want to now. Oh my God. No, it, it was, like I said, I was like 12 when it came out. So maybe if I saw it now, I'd have a different opinion. But at the time I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, cause I saw the big Lebowski. So at, at that, around that time. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, big Lebowski, it's great. And it was when I was that age. And so I saw burn after reading and I don't know, it, it just, I, I didn't like it. Um, what's one that you can think of now? Uh, uh, that I can think of right now. It's not, it's, this came out in 2017, I believe mm-hmm. it was Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. You know, it's one, that's one of those movies. I saw the trailers and I thought it might be good. I just didn't really care enough to see it. I, I saw it with Dylan and his dad when uh, it came out in theaters. And the only reason I saw it was because, like like you said, I saw the trailer. And I read a little more into it. And the guy that directed because it was an indie movie. It's the most expensive indie movie ever made now. Oh, yeah, right. you're right. What? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, the guy, he really liked the comics uh, that, that were these, like, uh, early 50s uh, French comics. He was a big fan. He wanted to do it justice. And I said, you know what? The trailer looks good. He wants to do right by these movies. I will go see it. Worst decision of my life. I was bored out of my skull for two hours because nothing interesting happened. Like the, the, I haven't read the comics, but from the trailer, I thought it you almost was, like, think it's going to be another fifth element or something like that. May that, or may, maybe like, um, like part star Wars, part blade runner, Mm-hmm. Kind of actiony, maybe some philosophical thing because there's like a thousand planets. Yeah, think that, but it was it was boring. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching it and I was like, I am bored. Like it's a gorgeous movie. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, it is beautiful. But the it, it's like Avatar, like do you like like James Cameron's Avatar, where the plot is stupid it makes no sense but it looks gorgeous huh mm-hmm. that's what it is it's basically avatar but dumber because i remember the lead actor forget his name Dane Dehan, i don't like him that's just and my, put a bullet in my skull because i remember watching him in i believe it was the cure for wellness I and I said, movie. what he was in that movie yes okay so that's why oh that's what i thought that's where i recognized him from and I saw that, I remember with Hope in the Rain when that came out in theaters. And I was like, this movie makes no sense. This is supposed, this is, takes place in the modern day, but yet you have to go get a guide to save your company from financial ruin because the only one that can do it. it. Made no sense. And I was like, I hate this guy. And then Valerian came out and then I was just bored. So I went from, I hate you because you suck at acting because you were so unconvincing and so lifeless in this movie to valerian where you're just boring like even the even the uh uh actress that was with him in the movie kind of looked like him not gonna lie like they're like they're i mean i haven't seen her in enough but i think she's not that great of an actress either 
So they were lifeless. The entire movie was be- was dead because of them. They were lifeless. They brought nothing to the table. The movie's plot was like, I it, it wasn't good. It was it was no. they tried to do all the comics. If I remember, someone said that they tried to bring all the comics that were written about Valerian into a single movie, and that's why it didn't work. So let me, yeah. let me bring up another movie starring Dane DeHaan that I just thought sucked. And I will say this one, the trailer literally made me think it was going to be really good. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'll just preface this. Um, it was a superhero movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Dane DeHaan, can you guess what I'm talking about? I think I have an idea, but go ahead. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And the best way I can describe that movie, you know um, Red Letter Media, Half in the Bag? Yes. They they did a review of that movie, and I think Rich Evans was like, it seems like they had five different ideas for these movie for the movie. And, and on the way on the way to the office, the intern dropped all of them and just put them all together and they all thought it was real. So <laughs> the movie is so convoluted, there's too many again, like people hate Spider Man three. I'm okay with it. I mean it at least tries. This one yep. is just like it's basically just its whole existence is setting up Sinister Six. Because it's got Electro, it's got Green Goblin, it's got um, Rhino. At the end, they literally tease Doc Ock, and I think um, Electro and Vulture and all those things. It's like, can you just focus on telling a good story? Because the first Amazing Spider-Man I thought was fine. It was fine. Not as good as the first three, in my opinion, but still fine. And then it tried to do like... Okay, so obviously you got Peter Parker trying to control, balance his life, and Gwen Stacy and all that stuff. Oh, she's going to go off to college. He needs to know if he wants to be Spider-Man or not, which is basically take away the whole college thing. If he's going to be Spider-Man or not, that's Spider-Man 2 right there, which is a far superior movie. But anyway, um, Aunt May wants to be a nurse, and then Harry Osborn comes back, and he's got some kind of disease that he needs Spider-Man's blood for. And then on the other time, you get uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, Fine actor. I love Jamie Foxx, but, but a uh, horrible, horrible role for him. And um, he basically is Jim Carrey in Batman Forever, which, yeah. And then, no, no he's worse, but that's basically his role. No, I'm just saying, that's the bar. God damn. So. <laughs> and then, I think oh, there was, I feel like there's one more thing in there that I just completely forgot about. And, it's just I mean, it's not bad. Not a bad thing, is it? It's just it was so I don't I can't. There's no plot of that movie, and if there is one, it's so convoluted I can't remember what it is. And then they shoehorn Harry Osborn turning into the Green Goblin, which is the worst design for a thing ever. And um, also, I thought it was so stupid. Not that they qu- they killed Gwen Stacy, but that, you know when he like shoots the web to try to save her, and it forms that little hand. It's like. Yeah, and then she like hits the pavement, but it's like barely, but it's too yeah. late because the impact. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get Paul Giamatti as the Rhino, which we just—that's all I need to say. Which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's all. That movie it bored the hell out of me. I almost walked out of it, but I'm like, oh, it's a Spider-Man movie, you know, whatever. And no. Gonna put, gonna power through it. <laughs> no. So yeah, um, Dane DeHaan does not have a good track record, in my opinion, or yours. Um, and I just don't get how he got those roles. Like, dude. I think it was because he was in that movie. I think it was called, oh God, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, it's the one where the, it's like a handheld thing and these guys get superpowers. Oh, 
That came out in like 2012, didn't it? Yeah, but this came out after. Anyway. No, I know. But I'm saying that the movie, the, the one that like propelled him kind of into some sort of like. Yeah, I can't think of what the movie was called, but I think he was in that. I know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, but hey. I got like one, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven more movies. Do you have any more do you want to mention? I have uh, three. All right, they were, we'll take turns. Go ahead. One was original, two were remakes. Go ahead. We'll take turns. The first one was the original. I watched the trailer. It looked terrifying. I remember Lorraine and Hope were super excited to see it. And they got me a free ticket. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be scary. I'm not going to sleep for a week. No. It was the worst horror movie I've ever watched in my life. And it was called The Bye Bye Man. I have mentioned this movie because it is literally the worst fucking thing I have ever seen. And I cannot get two hours of my life back because of that. We can get into a whole conversation about why horror nowadays kind of just is not as good as at all. But anyway. I get, I get what they were trying. But they opened up the movie in this like 1960s, 70s suburbia. And there was a, a teenage girl begging for her life from this like, guy with glasses. He looked kind of like like, you know, a typical guy in the 70s, like a nerd, had the glasses, the tied shirt and collar. Sure. And he's dead with a shotgun. Like, what the hell is happening? And then he kills the, the, the mother of this person. He's like, there, now you'll never know what it's like to exist. And then you see this shadowy figure, right? Well, it turns out that the bye-bye man uh, can only manifest if you say his name. And... It tried to be like Candyman, where it summons up this like demon thing that will haunt and kill you because you said its name, mm-hmm. right? Well, because for some someone, I don't know if it was the daughter or the mom, someone carved Bye Bye Man into the bottom of a desk in this guy's house that no one knew was there except for this guy's wife. And when... Um, she was when she was uh, selling things. Uh, this teenage, I think it was not a teenage. She was a college kid who bought the desk, and underneath it, he read the name out loud, bringing back the thing, the creature. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that he killed two people because they said this demon's uh, name, and then it turns out someone wrote it into a desk which he didn't know was there and some kid has it and then he just re-released the creature the plot was lazy as hell it was stupid it was not scary and i was like thank god you gave this to me for free because if i paid ten dollars i would have been pissed can i okay uh can i mention because i got i just thought of one more since what we just talked about Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go two and then you can go one. Cause you don't have that many left, but um, so some movies that I saw. So I'm going to, I'm going to mention actually three, if that's okay with you. Go, go right ahead. Um, so these two movies I saw for free. Um, I'm going to mention one because I thought, and can I also mention, I'm not going to name the person, but you know who I'm talking about when I mention what they were doing. Um, so I saw Tomorrowland with um, George Clooney. It's one of those movies that makes you think, oh, it's going to be philosophical and action-packed and things like that. And no, it was just really boring. And um, 
yeah, it doesn't really show the world of Tomorrowland. It's just like, how do we get to Tomorrowland? And then they get there and it sucks and whatever. And I remember seeing that movie and I, honest to God, was like, oh, is this going to be like an Atlas shrugged adaptation kind of thing? Because I was thinking like, oh, it's this land where all these really, really smart people are. So I was like, oh, he might be like well, a John Galt stand. And I think now. what made me interested in seeing it too was Brad Bird directed it and he directed um, not only The Incredibles, but he also did Mission Impossible 4, which is my favorite of the Mission Impossible movies. So I'm thinking, oh yeah. <laughs> But no, it bored the hell out of me. And what really made my experience bad was the person who was short, had really long hair, who wouldn't shut the hell up ever at stand. And you, I'm not going to say names, but you know who I'm talking about. And this person would not shut the hell up in the movie theater. So, Was this person laughing at every joke? Yes. You know who. Yeah, I'm not going to mention names, but yeah. I talked to Panda and the same per- person. For 20 minutes, 20 minutes, laughed. Mm-hmm. Laughed at Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Um, we should be more respect. I'm not naming names, but this person would not <laughs> shut up, and that made my experience of Tomorrowland worse. Um, the next movie I want to bring up is Assassin's Creed, which, here's the thing. Video game I movies thinking. I know suck. My brother wanted to see it. It was free. It was I thought it had a chance because Michael Fassbender, and apparently he's a fan of the games, and most of what he's in is always really good. You know, like 12 Years a Slave. Um, he plays Magneto in the X-Men reboots. Um, he did... How good was Alien? But anyway, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care too much about Alien Covenant or whatever the other one was. But anyway, um, yeah. as somebody who never played the Assassin's Creed games... I'm not saying I wanted them to make a movie that I would understand, because obviously you have to make a movie that fans are going to enjoy, you know? But um, that movie bored the hell out of me, didn't make any sense, because, like, there's the animus, and I didn't understand, okay, is he controlling the actions of his ancestors, or is he just reliving them? They never explained that to me. That's what I was confused about. And then, uh, what else? Um, I just, again, the plot didn't make any sense, and they set it up for a sequel. And I just, no. So. I think it was both. But. Which reminds me of two more movies, too, that you made me think of. But when you're done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Tomorrowland and Assassin's Creed. Movies I didn't pay for, but uh, still pretty bad. Um, I also, I'm not going to spend really any time on this, but um, I saw that Fan Four Stick movie for free. And um, I'm glad it was free. The Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah you poor soul hey it was free i didn't waste any money on it the first half of the movie was interesting and then they uh do the whole one year later thing and it completely ruins it so we'll just leave it at that and then another movie that um i saw in theaters i actually paid for this one and again the trailer made it look interesting but it sucked do you ever see r.i.p.d i saw bits of it but i and i know what it is with um Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds, where I think I saw it. Go ahead. It's where Ryan Reynolds uh, dies in the line of duty, but Jeff Bridges, because he was like, because he was a good cop, Ryan Reynolds, he's recruited into the uh, rest in peace department. (laughs) Yeah. And um, the plot of that movie doesn't make any sense. I've only seen it the one time, but it's just, it sucks. I've never, I've never finished it, and I don't think I want to now. Anyway, 
Um, okay, so what, what movies do you want to bring up now real quick? Okay, so the two remakes that I was thinking of hmm. were the, the Ring remake, which was it basically stole the plot from It Follows and made it shittier. <laughs> you know, I can't remember It Follows or... It, no, it you know, Follows is the one where they, they, uh, the STD that... Um, oh, uh, no, no, no. Sorry, I was thinking of um, the one with the, the lady who shows up in the dark, but let's not waste time. Just go ahead. Oh, lights I, out, I lights out. Thank you. Sorry. Lights out. Lights out. Um, but uh, basically, The Ring... Uh, she is shown the, the video and she's cursed, of course, mm-hmm. like in the original. But in this one, a bunch of people, they, there's a, an underground internet cult that follows the ring tapes and they're trying to piece together what they mean. So um, if you get cursed and because, you know, you, you'll die in seven days, whatever. Um, on the Second to last day, somebody else, if you show them the videotape, you're uncursed. Oh, you're talking about um, Ring. ring. Yeah, it sounds like it follows, doesn't it? Where, oh, you had sex with the person who was infected by uh, it, and now the person that you had sex with has it. And so until they can convince somebody else to have sex with them, they're going to be stalked by it. It sounds like that movie, doesn't it? It's basically... uh, tag but you have to have sex with someone and if you're it then you die that that's yeah basically that's it follows and then the ring ripped that off and then decided to to do it 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 was just it was bad i was frustrated watching it thank god that one was free because of rain because she wanted to watch it after her shift um and then the other remake was the chucky remake oh you saw child's play i didn't i didn't see that child's play i paid ten dollars I'm sorry. Dollars for it. I was. Was Mark <laughs> Hamill at least good as Chucky? Because I, I imagine Mark Hamill. He hardly he hardly spoke, and when he did speak, like it was like, in that one. It's it not minor increments because I don't think their plot was to have him talk a lot. It was like minor increments in his talking. But well, the original, and that movie is not like a serial killer possesses a doll. It's just the doll is defective, right? Yeah, because so. Um, they depict in, I believe it was uh, Vietnam, this factory where these people are being, which it does happen in real life. Like people are abused to make the toys that people in America buy. Like that's just a fact. Yeah. And this guy who's a uh, low level worker is told, you finish your work, then you get the hell off of my, uh, my uh, factory floor. You're fired. Right. So this guy who, seemingly doesn't know diddly about computers somehow knew how to hack the um the safety pro which i don't know why they're safety protocols like like it, it, it's like turn off the safety protocols uh and, and then he did something where it made the ai uh, more susceptible to violence like in like absorbing violence yeah and i'm like why in the fuck did you have that on a child's robotic toy, number one? And then at the end of, like, he, when he does that, when he finishes, like, screwing up one doll, he kills himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he jumps on the factory floor, which, again, that happens in real life. But uh, he doesn't possess the doll. Mm-hmm. He just makes this one doll that just 
happened to go to this family and it just and then the the uh, mom played by um oh god I, she she's in that uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I believe that's her. I believe it's her. If I remember right, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But yeah, uh, the woman from uh, Parks and Rec was actually really funny on Parks and Rec. Yeah, she was. Um, but in this movie, she is like a a single mom, and she just happens to get the doll on a discount because the person who got it never came to pick it up, and I'm like, well. Really, that's what we're doing with. That's the plot you expect me to believe is that this guy screwed up a single doll mm -hmm. and that no one noticed at the factory that the computer was open or noticed the guy doing this. Yeah, and then anyway, in the middle of New York, terrible. Um, and I'll tell us about the other two after uh, you got you go with yours because the last two are just terrible okay i'm gonna bring up three more and then we can talk about your last two and i think the last one will be um will be will be in agreement on so you mentioned a remake um i want to mention some people like this movie i don't like movies that are just mean-spirited you know what i mean like what's I'm trying to think of that. like like a comedy that's mean-spirited like jack and jill or um or or um Dumb and Dumber 2 or just something like that that just is just like instead of you know making actual comics just pointing and laughing at people you know yeah. and just being a dick th thinking that being a dick equals being funny you know that yeah, is the movie that is this movie personified um the case 2015 so yeah, it's basically just the re it's a remake and also a reboot of the vacation series except that Ed Helms now plays Rusty and um he's taking his kids on vacation to Wally World. Um and I told you this movie was playing at the gym last night and I got and I watched it and I said I remember why I hate this movie. Yeah. So basically it um the only joke in that movie that I remember laughing at was, you know, Dad, what's a what's a hand job or something like that? And he's like, "Oh, it's just, you know, giving someone a kiss on the head or something like that." And then he walks away. He's like, I'm going to give my son a good old fashioned hand job or something like that. That I thought was funny. But the other than that, it was um, that little kid. I wanted to smack him because he was just being a shithead to his brother the entire movie. And like literally in the middle of the movie, they're like, oh, so what do we do? Oh, I have an idea. Uh, Darren's a piece of shit. And I'm just like, where'd that come from? <laughs> There's no build. Just he's a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it just pissed me off. I just hate movies that are just, like, mean-spirited. You know what I mean? mean I hate, be, I, and that mean is that movie. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is a funny, he can be funny. Obviously, point in case Thor, Thor in Endgame was funny, but it had a point that he was also depressed and whatever. He's a good actor. That movie, they gave him material, and I think he... Like he didn't give him good material, but he made it work, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I remember yeah. the big joke is about how his dick is like an arm length or something he like that. The but... and he fed the cows their, uh, their uh, brethren, I guess. And like, they show Chevy Chase in there for like two minutes. And it's just, yeah. I, I... And the movie ends with them being upside down on a, on a roller coaster that they had to fight to get onto. So, um, yeah, that movie, I, I just hate mean-spirited movies. That was a mean-spirited movie. 
No. Which is weird because, like, if you watch, like, the vacation movies, like, European Vacation, Christmas Vacation. They have mean-spirited moments, but they're funny mm-hmm. because it gets resolved. Well, and, and it's, just, it's like it's a it's a wholesome 80s family movie. And constantly. Clark Griswold, you know, actually is well-meaning. He's just stupid, you know. Yeah, and, he's not a dick. Like when he accidentally releases uh, his his wife's uh, naked video to the public yeah. in France, like that was a, that was he was being an idiot. He didn't really mean to. And it's really funny. Well, but, and like even in Christmas Vacation with the mean-spiritedness, he's like, you know, his, he's a dick to his neighbors, but it's earned because his neighbors are dicks. You know, it's like, it's like, where yeah, are you going to fit a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. And just, you know, and yeah. Um, but anyway. But, yeah, and, and Ed Helms is not mean-spirited in that movie. It's just the writing is mean-spirited and everything around Ed Helms is mean-spirited. So. Yeah, I think because they just, because that came out 2015 it was just like we don't know what we're doing we're just making reboots after reboots and this was like the early stages of like all the reboots that movie sucked i hate it um try to be edgy you got what two more you said you wanted to mention um i'll you can go and mention one then i'll mention one we'll switch and then the last one we'll meet in the middle on because i i have a feeling you're gonna agree with me on this one okay this one i want to mention was called was from a movie i watched as a kid Came out the year I was born, and it was a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It was called Independence Day. And we'll uh, see. I know what you're talking about. I forgot about this one. And then in 20, 2016, it was. Yes, it was 2016. Mm-hmm. It was summer. On my birthday, June 24th, the movie came out. The second one, uh, Independence Day Resurgence. And it said, we, they, we had 20 years to prepare. So did they. And I was like, oh, my God. If All I right, what? If I may, real quick, I think I did not list this one because one I forgot, but also I didn't think the trailers really sold me on it being like an awesome movie because like Will Smith wasn't in it, and so I don't I, know. Because they said that they wanted to go with because he he couldn't do it because of I believe it was Suicide Squad. Yeah. So what their their I story? Wanted to do it regardless, but anyway. I believe their story in the movie with him not being there was he died of cancer that he developed no, he, after. Something with alien technology, if I remember right. No, he, he was in a he was in a plane crash testing out alien or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, but anyway. Either either way, he, he died in some way and they mention it. They'd be sure to mention it, and that's how I knew he died. Um and then they show his like picture. But um so I was like, okay, comes out my birthday. Grace, let's yeah, it was tw- yeah, so it was twenty sixteen, so I turned twenty. I was like, Hey Grace, let's go see this movie. She was down. And uh, so we go, and I fucking hated it. I can't I remember there being like, a plot for that movie. I just remember sitting there and like, oh, hey, action stuff. But There wasn't. That's the problem. Like, it's cool they have the alien technology, and then they have the, the alien queen, and they're trying to expand on the lore to this 20-year-old movie. Mm-hmm. And it's they have this weird scientist who was like, who knows all about it somehow. And there's like an intergalactic war going on and they set it for a sequel. Well, and like they, they established that world peace has happened and, and like we've used the alien technology to further mankind. I feel like that there, there is that this uh, aliens that attacked the first time, that was actually just a scout ship. There was millions of them and they're attacking another alien race. 
who want to help us, but they need our help as well. Do me a favor and tell me if this actually happened in the movie, but like, wouldn't it be more interesting if the aliens, like they controlled the technology, whether or not we developed it or not. And so they just shut it all off. So they leave us defenseless again, but this time they have more big guns. Did that happen? Or I can no. Yeah. No. Wouldn't that be more interesting though? That would have been a lot. That, that would have been like, do you remember the movie Passengers with Chris Pratt? Yeah. Do you remember how stupid that movie was for the, the reason why it happened? I and, think we, no, no, here's the thing. I think you saw it before me and then I still wanted to see it. And, and we, it I think we got there like 10 minutes late. So I was there by the time he already woke up. So I don't remember how he woke up. Right. Uh, he woke up because of a malfunction in his bed. That's why it was stupid. But do you remember what I said would have been a better movie? Hmm. Okay, if you don't remember, I had said it would have been better if he imagined everything and was just insane. Like, you find out that none of that happened, and then he's, like, penning down, like, a book in front of, um, what's her name's, uh, Pod. And you just see him with, like, long hair, like a gray beard, Mm -hmm. and then he just then he just lays his head down he dies and she wakes up 200 years later to a skeleton in a book and she gets all creeped out i said that would have been a better movie and what you just said would have been a better independence day movie because what the hell was that movie because it made no sense and it just i don't get it like you would think because it was good like and people hate the first Independence Day movie, I think unjustly, because that movie is a feel-good summer blockbuster popcorn flick. It doesn't have emotionally rich characters, but it has likable characters and Will Smith and all the things. And you root for the humans in that movie against the aliens. Because tell me, you tell me, you watch that movie and the scene where they finally, it's either when they destroy the mothership or when Randy Quaid goes and sacrifices himself and blows up the whole thing, you don't cheer and root for it, right? No, he's like, boys, I'm back. You get really sad. Because he was a good character. He was funny. I wouldn't say he was the best character ever, but he still served his purpose. He was at least least worked. You cannot tell me you don't get pumped up every time you hear Bill Pullman's speech in that movie. We will not go quietly into the night. Mm-hmm. God, it gets me hype every time. I and that's was another thing about it. Resurgence is they almost they like tease you with him doing another one, and then it just ends. Yeah, because he he's like he's too old, and he just he did he didn't he knew they were coming back the entire time, and it's like well, I love how they got Robert Loggia to come back for like two minutes versus Will Smith. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, Which, by the way, speaking, but before you go, passengers. Uh, that was another one I didn't want to bring up because I didn't want to think about it. That movie was apparently at the time the best script in Hollywood. It was shit. Next movie for you. I, I liked Passengers more than you, but I will agree it's not the best thing in the world. Anyway, um, so I just want to get these ones out of the way and then we can go into yours and whatever. Um, this is more like just a quick mention because I thought of it while we were talking um it's another george clooney movie i'm not a huge george clooney fan there's like maybe one movie that i think he's in that i like and i can't even remember what it is um oh 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 brother where art thou that's it and then that's one of my top five man yeah um the men who stare at goats have you heard and know what that movie is i i know what that is i can't even remember the plot i remember like my dad wanted to see it because boston the band had a song in it and it's like i don't remember the plot i thought it was stupid and 
yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't remember anything about that movie. Moving forward. Um, so, you know how on Passengers, I think it's better than you, than you? I yes. feel like you're going to like this movie better than me. I did not like Happy Time Murders. I mean... I did not, so... It's it not a moment that bring like like to like a serious conversation or to like a maybe a date night movie, but it's 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 okay for what it is. See, I just thought it just wasn't funny. <laughs> like aside from like one or two jokes, I didn't. It it just it didn't have a good plot. It's just a run of the mill comedy or not comedy, buddy cop movie with Melissa McCarthy and a puppet and that's like basically like bad like foul mouth muppets basically is what they are and it could have been so much better than just a generic run of the mill um buddy cop movie which is what it was and that's my problem with that movie is it had so much potential and it just turned into a generic buddy cop movie so the only thing i thought was kind of funny was when um he's like screwing the um the, yeah, those or whatever, and like it's just like silly spray all over the place. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's screwing his client, and she's like, he's like, I'm gonna come. Oh, and he just sprays silly streamer in there, and then the lady's like, is this is 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 uh, what's his name in? And then you just see uh, her like her her muppet boobs oh, against yeah. the glass, and then just his silly string spraying all over the window. <laughs> like he hasn't done anything for like a month. It covers everything. It was wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are two. What's your next one you wanted to bring up? The last one I wanted to bring up was Alien Covenant. See, again, I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I just definitely didn't see. I, I think yeah, that was what was that twenty? That was twenty seventeen. So I, okay, I had seen the first two Alien movies, and those are great classic movies. You know, I did not see what's that one Prometheus. Didn't see that, so I didn't really have a preference going into this one. And then I just thought it was meh. I it didn't, was didn't hate it. Because, like, it, it, so basically, like, the whole thing was they're trying to figure out where these creators that you find out exist in uh, uh, Prometheus who made the aliens. Mm-hmm. So the aliens are not natural. You find out they're genetically made. Well, it turns out in in Covenant, spoiler alert, Michael Fassbender uh, found the creators who may have also made Mankind. He found out where they were and basically committed genocide and wiped out nearly every last one mm-hmm. by dropping some sort of like bomb or some experimental thing that ate, ate, basically ate all of their skin and flesh and destroyed their civilization. And I'm like, uh what like that makes zero sense you're telling me that this entire civilization was centered around this one fucking city on a planet are you kidding me one thing that i thought was genuinely scary in that movie was like the little um thing going up their noses and and planting in them but yeah that, that actually was pretty scary but i i I didn't like it like I did the uh, original Xenomorph thing where they, how they shoved down the face hugger, whatever. Like mm-hmm. that was scary, but it wasn't like in your face scary. You know what I mean? And then I actually have two more. Um, did you have any more? Did I have any more besides passengers, which I've already brought up because I thought it was shit. 
I need to mention this movie because, again, the trailer made me think that it was going to be good, and I saw it. I should have known better. Um, Left Behind with Nicolas Cage. I don't think I saw that one. It's basically, you know those, like, Christian movies from, like, the early 2000s starring Kirk Cameron about the the people left Mm -hmm. over after the rapture? It's basically a big-budget Hollywood remake of that, except not, because it's literally just them on the plane trying to land the plane. That's the plot. Is like the rapture happens, and they're try- they got to get the plane back to New York. That's that's the plot. It's like okay, so Nick Cage is the pilot. Obviously, he didn't get taken. So, what's your what's what's going on? I I would have assumed that maybe like the pilot got raptured. Cause what the fuck? No, because no, Nick Cage was the pilot and he was fine and um. What? I gotta say, you know, my, my dad is a pilot, and the entire movie, he's just telling me all these inaccuracies and things that are not real. I'm like, yeah, I believe it. It's Hollywood. So. Oh, my God, no. Um, but, yeah, that movie, again, the trailer made it look like it might be interesting, but uh, nope. Anyway, um, here's my last movie I wanted to mention, and I think you're going to agree with me wholeheartedly on this. But um, So here's the thing. I wanted to give this movie the benefit of the doubt because um, – it was a reboot, and we ended up finding out that it was a straight-up remake. Um, I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt because there was a lot of controversy around it just from the trailers because um, they were remaking an old classic, and uh, it completely with a different cast, and uh, people weren't happy about it for that reason, but uh, I went into it with my own things. Uh, the Ghostbusters remake. Here's the thing. Mm. I went into that movie. <laughs> I love how that got you to sit up. That movie. Because um, I, I didn't care. I did not care that it was all women. I didn't care. Leslie Jones. She was actually the best part of that movie. What well, I didn't I, like. Yeah. What I didn't like was that it was unfunny. It basically just all the comedy came from. Oh hey, you remember the the uh, the. Or the firehouse, we're going to put our thing above the old firehouse, except not really. It's going to be an old Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. And um, you remember how Bill Murray was in the original? We're going to make him a, a, a big old conspiracy theorist in this movie. And you know how he wanted, he refused for years to do Ghostbusters 3? We're going to put him in this because a giant F you. And then. You have a contractual obligation forced him into it, even though he didn't want then, to fucking do oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, there's you know what's really funny? A guy who just flips people off all the time. That's the only that's his only shtick. That's funny, right? I don't believe in no ghosts. Yeah. It just that was and then, he was driving drove away in a taxi. Like, what the fuck was that? Like And then you get like uh Chris Chris Hemsworth. Again, he's a good he's a funny actor, but at this point the material it was just like, Oh yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my, my dog. Oh wait, you have a dog? Actually no, it's a cat. Wait, what? No, it's a cat named Dog. It's like, that's not funny. They made him so stupid to be, it was mean-spirited. That's the problem. Like, the original secretary, the woman in the original Ghostbusters, who was their, like, secretary person. She was a she, sassy bitch who didn't take no shit. She, yeah, she didn't take shit. She was fantastic. She mm-hmm. was smart. She was integral to the team. She was perfect. Chris Hemsworth, uh... Well, you can tell in the original Ghostbusters that she didn't really care. She just wanted a paycheck. And then when they started actually getting money and she actually cares. So. And then this one, he's just a complete fucking moron. Until, yeah. until he gets possessed by... Um, 
I don't even remember that fucking. Okay, yeah, this movie makes me curse when I try not to. That, the, the villain. What was the villain's plot again? I don't care. He was just a nerd and wanted revenge, and that he became a ghost. He wanted like he wanted the city to suffer. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was Patton Oswald, if I remember right. No, it he wasn't Patton Oswald. It was some other dude. But I, but it was someone else that was short and angry. But anyway, um, the the villain's plot was he wanted revenge on the city for some sort of wrongdoing, and he ended up killing himself to become a ghost. Wasn't this with, whole thing like he was an internet troll or something? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, the, I, I can see his face now, but I can't picture his name. I'll look it up, but it's just... Yeah. It, it, it was just, it was bad. It, it was yeah. really bad. And Leslie it Jones was, was actually kind of funny. I mean, I remember there being like one joke that it was kind of funny where it was like, she got him a hearse and it's like, yeah, if there's a dead body in there, we have to return it or something like that. And he's like, but The only thing was where like the power of, P- of Patty compels you and smacks uh, more yeah. really hard. I was like, good. Didn't they like shamelessly plug um, Papa John's into that movie? I don't remember if they did. I just, I, mm. <laughs> Do you know what else was funny though? When that when um what's her name was getting fired from the school and the guy was like new bird freak and he was like whistling he was flipping her off. Yeah, like, no, that's what I'm saying. That guy who's not funny. Yeah, he was actually that was actually the only thing I laughed at genuinely besides the uh, slapping of Melissa McCarthy. That no, actually. So, uh, basically, I think his name is Neil Casey. I don't know what he apparently he was an inside Amy Schumer. Oh, he was a writer for Inside Amy Amy Schumer, so that tells you something. But anyway. That was a I don't care that it was women in the lead. I think that's an in- interesting idea. It just wasn't funny. It didn't have a good story. It was just basically nod, nod, wink, wink, Ghostbusters. Hey, you've been waiting 30 years for a sequel to Ghostbusters 2, but screw you. We're going to make a complete up remake, and we're just going to shove in Dan Aykroyd and Bill, a- and Bill Murray just because screw you. It was shameless because they didn't even give – any sort of um, homage to the original, especially to um, the one that the only, had... The only, remo- the only homage that I thought was okay was they had Harold Ramis's bust on some thing, like his head, which I yeah. thought was fine, yeah, whatever, but... <laughs> was he he was the only one that passed away, wasn't he? Yeah, he's the only one that passed away. Yeah, it, it, that, though, it just that just seemed hollow. I and, mean, you forced people into a movie that they didn't want to make, which, I mean, I get it, they more than likely didn't want to make it without their friend being there to do it with them. Well, and I think Bill Murray's big thing is he just didn't think that Ghostbusters 3 would work. But, you know, it just... It just it's one of them things, man. Like, it, it was it was bad. Because I remember um, seeing a news story that said, like, he was going to be sued for, like, an ungodly amount of money if he didn't do the cameo. Mm-hmm. Because he was actually obligated. I'm like, dude, just let the old man just live, for God's sakes. It, like, and... Shameless. You know, the new one, the new one is basically going to be like the Force Awakens for Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just going to rehash, rehash it. It's going to ignore. What everything. I'm saying is, they're going to bring back like Bill Murray and all them, and they're going to actually like all the promos for them are going to be, oh, it's going to be made with love and whatnot. But I, I'm still, I think it's going to be better than this turd. So I'm, I'm hesitant, but again, the, it the sounds son, like the person actually cares. cares about the the franchise and wasn't he some kid like wasn't well, no, he some... the, the the director of the new ghostbusters movie if whenever it comes out because of the pandemic i think it's coming out hold on one sec i just need to make sure here real quick when it's coming out um 
Coming out in November of this year. Okay, anyway, uh, directed by Jason Reitman, who was the son of the original film director, Ivan Reitman. Okay, that's who, or who he was, because I remember saying, seeing something where it said like he was part of the, or he, he was the son of someone who part of the original cast, I couldn't, or the original movie, I couldn't remember what it was, but the director. So yeah, some of that actually cares. Yeah, so... Like this I said, and maybe this is like, like I said, I went into that movie with the benefit of the doubt. You know, the trailers, it looked like, because they, they fooled us in the trailer because they're like, 30 years ago, a, a team of scientists did this. It's like, oh, so it's going to be a, a soft reboot. No, straight up remake. People were hype. I remember going to that theater. It was packed. And I walked in to the, the movie uh, the second week it came out. Theater was packed. Oh, and then you get like... um it was, was fucking booze. People fucking hated it. What was that 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 thing where like, oh, instead of the the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, we're gonna do the Ghostbusters logo as the big bad guy. Oh, they did. Um, they did fucking. Oh God. Timer was in it for like two seconds. Yeah. Anyway. They did. They did like because uh, he was just one of the random ghosts that just be floating, and they ran into him. Yeah, just so. there and he stuck his tongue out and then they got rid of him. That was it. It it just it that movie bad, 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 bad. It, it was, it's one of those movies was, like where I saw it, I was in disbelief. I'm like, okay, yeah, they tried, blah blah blah. And I think I even said like it was okay. But just looking back on it, it's just it was poorly uh, written, poorly casted. The it, it just And like those, McCarthy, all she does is yell in that movie. And then they had the, that, um, the, I forget her name, the blonde that was really good with... Kate McKinnon, who is not funny at all, and I will say that forever. And, and she just was like, ha, 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 got all this stuff, hey. I'm but the then, weird one. It's like... And then at some point, it was, see, I, I, I got a really, really bad anxiety, and you, you girls make me feel so good. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What happened to being like, ah, I'm the crazy one, too. I have really bad anxiety. That's just a weird transition for me. It, like, I just didn't. I it, didn't see the, the um, awkward um, anxiety at all until she mentioned it. I'm hesitant to say I hate that movie, but it's very close. Anyway, I fucking hate it. It's not the on, worst. On thing that note, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, next week we're gonna. I believe the Oscar nominations come out, so we're gonna talk about those. I have been making it a uh, mission of mine to watch more Oscar nominated movies this year. So. I've been going based off the Golden Globes. I watched a couple movies on Hulu and um, and Netflix, and um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about those, and uh, we'll we'll continue our current conversation with movies that pleasantly surprised us in the future. So, yeah, um, if this again is your first time listening to us, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, this is a nonprofit podcast. We just like to talk about movies. So you know, if you like what we like. Uh, please feel free to chime in, you know, give us a like on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Do to like movies. Uh, we appreciate feedback. You know, you can tell us how much we suck or you can tell us how, you know, you also hate the new Ghostbusters movie. So you disagree with our choices. Let us know in the comments as right. the YouTubers say. But yeah, uh, thank you all for listening so much. The support, you know, from people who listen to us is awesome. Um, yeah, we want to continue to do this and we love doing it. So hopefully you guys like listening to us. So thank you all for listening and we hope you have a great rest of your week.